Welcome to Your Life Designed, a podcast that inspires you to grow into your potential and possibility. You are listening to Your Life Designed with Laura Carocci, episode number 83. Hello everyone, how are you? It is a cold and rainy day today and it's very nice to be inside with a cup of tea recording this podcast for you. How are you? How have you been? How's things? What's been going on? It's that time of year when things start to tick along. And I notice for clients and for friends and just people chatting to that life can feel a little bit ho-hum at this time of year. The shine of the start of the year is worn off and we're smack bang in the middle and things are just sort of moseying along. It's time to plan a holiday perhaps. It's what I've been doing. And it gets you very excited. The anticipation of a holiday is so exciting. I just booked uh, three weeks in Val d'Isere in France in January with my family to go skiing. And it is going to be so good. Ah, I love it. So I'm very excited about that. But otherwise, what's been going on? You know that I fractured my knee and damaged my ACL and did all sorts of things. So I've been in a cast for a little over three weeks now. And outside of planning the holiday, which I actually did yesterday and finalised it, mainly to get the little high that came from that, because the last seven days, about about seven to ten days prior to that, I have been pretty anxious, feeling like a lot more anxious than normal, um, feeling raced and worried and general mood of being low. And I really notice it um, these days because I've noticed in the last, particularly the last year, I've really managed my anxiety very well. But when it comes, it really knocks you. It's exhausting, actually. I've had to cut out coffee because coffee was making it a lot worse. About three days ago, I had a cup of coffee, four days ago. Yeah, about four days ago. I had a cup of coffee in the morning and uh, felt like I was going to have a heart attack because coffee and anxiety, at least for me, are not, just not a good combination. Not great. But I'm watching it, I'm aware of it. It's still there, a little bit higher than I like it to be. It's in the passenger seat, but it's loud. But I'm doing everything I can lifestyle-wise and mindset-wise to manage it and getting on with what I can get on on with. I suspect a big part of it is not being able to do as much cardiovascular exercise and less time outside. We know those things help us uh, in terms of feeling good and managing our mental health exercise and being outdoors. Um, And I've noticed that as it's come up, I felt that sort of sense of being adrift, a bit lost with things at the moment. And that's okay. It's not ideal, but it's not going to kill me. And I'm flowing with it as best I can, letting it be there and trying to be a bit curious as to what's behind it, how I can move through it and what, if anything, I need to move around in my life to better accommodate this or to just recognise maybe I've let some things slip into my life that don't typically align with me showing up as my best self. I noticed I agreed to go to an event earlier in the week and when the invitation came through, I sort of felt, oh, I don't typically go to things in the evening, particularly on a, no, certainly not on a weeknight, because I get up at 4.30am. And when it came through, I sort of went, oh, I should go. It's good to support friends of friends. I should, oh, and I, I committed to going. 
And then pretty much seven days before the event, the brain started, I didn't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And it's that funny piece between am I pushing myself to do something that is just not me, not aligned with who I am and just not aligned with me showing up as my best self, something that actually I genuinely just don't enjoy or am I hiding behind uh, and avoiding doing things that sometimes the anxiety tries to drive me away from? So it's, a, it's sometimes difficult to know whether or not by choosing not to go to things or choosing not to do certain things, that's an act of being in the driver's seat or whether it's actually that negative emotion that's driving it. Sometimes you've got to sit with that. And it brings me to my topic this week because a lot of you know that anxiety has been, if you're a long-time listener, you've known that I've experienced anxiety from time to time in my life. It's a bit of an old friend. It's always there, louder at times. Most of the time, it's just a quiet passenger. And I thought this was a good introduction to the topic for this week about guilt. And it's really around the theme of what is a negative emotion or a negative emotional state that you continue to experience, that you notice comes up over and over again, maybe not all the time, but it rears its head regularly enough for you to notice a bit of a pattern. What feelings do you notice in your life that you keep coming up against that don't make you feel good? And for I know for, I know for a lot of you, that feeling is guilt because I get a lot of emails from you guys talking about guilt and wanting me to discuss it on the podcast. And so I want to talk a little bit more about that today. And a lot of you have emailed me over the last year or so talking about guilt about working and balancing work and family, guilt about parenting, guilt about either how you parent or how much time you're spending in parenting, being engaged um, or being away from your family, guilt about your weight, your diet, about drinking, guilt about debt and finances, guilt about conflict. Sometimes there's um, people have talked to me about feeling guilty about having um, conflict inside your relationship but on the outside, in the outside world, putting on the, the mask of everything being perfect and feeling sort of guilty about that. Guilt about not calling your mum more, not doing more, not being more, not changing the world is a big one that comes up. Too often I hear people being told, don't feel guilty, you're doing a great job, don't worry about it, you're great, everything's fine. This idea that we should push it down, it's what your friends tell you, right? Oh, I'm feeling a bit guilty about this. Don't be silly. You shouldn't feel guilty. The idea that we should ignore it, that we're being silly, that we should just get on with it, often isn't very useful. And if you're noticing this emotion coming up regularly, time and time again, obviously that approach of, ah, I should be right, get on with it, I'm just being silly, isn't working. This idea that we should just push it away. We feel shame or weakness for feeling guilty sometimes. We feel like we shouldn't or that it's too difficult to deal with and we often layer emotion on top of the guilt. So what can we do instead of pushing it down? The opposite. We bring it to the light. We take a look at it. Not the guilt so much as what it is you're feeling guilty about. What is causing you to feel this emotion? What thought in your mind is causing you to feel the guilt? Is it a thought about, I'm not a good enough mum, or I'm not a productive enough worker, or I'm not smart enough, or 
I just can't seem to do what everyone else does. I can't cope like everyone else does. What's the actual thought behind it? I'm a disappointment. I'm not enough. They seem to be the ones that come up a lot. And then what is perhaps the situation that's triggering that thought? What's the circumstance? Is it the way you're working, the regularity of calling your mum, how much quality time you're really consciously and intentionally spending with family, friends, kids? Is it a situation that you can change? Can you actually change the situation right now, the circumstances? And if not, let it go. If you can, then the next question is, do you want to change it right now? If you can't, let it go. If you can, can you change it right now? Sometimes we want to change our situations, but we can't right now. And if you can't, you shelve it. Make a note to revisit it in six months' time, in 12 months' time. And if you can, then the real question is, what change is required of you? And the big piece is taking that next step, having the courage to actually do it. So many of us spend time, I hate to say it, wallowing in guilt or fear or shame or regret, worry, just wallowing and complaining sometimes. And we're choosing that space of wallowing in that complaining about our weight or our job or our relationship. And we choose that discomfort over the discomfort of actually just taking action and changing it. And sometimes we've got to own that and see that we're actually, all those excuses are just excuses to keep us safe in that muddy, horrible space of discomfort rather than being brave and stepping out and having the courage to change our situation. It's about choosing the discomfort of making that change over the discomfort of the continued guilt about inaction the discomfort of eating on your protocol, of telling your boss you want to cut your hours or telling your family you want to work more, the discomfort of changing the meal plan and feeling deprived, of admitting you need help managing your finances or that you can't afford the holiday or the dinner out. It's of making yourself resolve the conflict rather than avoid it, initially resolving the conflict that is within you. Living in the middle is actually the most agonising place to be. It's exhausting. When you're aware of the guilt, when you're aware of the shame or the, the unhappiness with your current situation and you know you want to change it and that, in fact, you can change it, yet you do nothing, that space is where you feel dirty and even more ashamed because you can't own it. I don't pretend that this is easy. I feel guilt at times. We all do. Working weekends sometimes makes me feel guilty and leaving my kids to, I don't know, sometimes be in front of a screen with dad. (laughs) Not making amazing meals every night of the week. Forgetting the lacrosse gear last week when I had to go to a conference and my kids went to school in my husband's car. I actually felt so much guilt about that because I wasn't on top of it. Guilt often comes up when you feel overwhelmed with all the jobs you have to do, the things you need to manage, because your ability to manage the those little ups and downs, is much lower. Your energy is much lower when you are overwhelmed, when you've got a lot on. And you look around and it's just 
your kid who's in uniform on casual day or it's just you who seems to not be able to fit a road run in every morning alongside parenting and work and family life or it's just you who has four loads of laundry on the laundry floor and you wonder, what am I doing wrong? Why is it only me who seems to get this all wrong? Because we have this idea that no one else, no one else's lives has rough edges or mess or forgetfulness or missed school notes just ours. We think we should be a master chef, a fit marathoner, an engaged parent, a performing team member, a great leader, while we are calm and happy and lean and dressed impeccably and always available to our mother or to call our friends. Our list of what is good enough is endless. And it doesn't allow for the bad days, for the days when things go to hell. And I promise you, they go to hell for everyone, not just us. So starting from a place that accepts that everyone has rough edges and messy bits in their lives, that it's completely normal to have times when you do feel a bit of guilt, when you do feel a bit of worry. Yes, even those who seem to have it all together, we all feel those negative rough edges. Is there a particular one that keeps coming up for you a bit more than you want it to? Is it guilt for you? When those situations come up and you feel that pang of guilt or that pang of worry or that pang of shame, I find it best in those times to ask myself these questions. Right now, do I have unreasonable expectations of myself? How kind can I be to myself in this moment? What is the most compassionate thing I can do for myself and those around me right now? How do I want to feel? What is the most important thing I can do right now in this moment? Those last two questions are big ones because they help you move forward. How do you want to feel and what's most important right right now, not next week, right now in moving forward? Usually you don't want to feel guilty. You want to feel connected to your kids or your family or your friends, engaged and occupied at work, loving towards your intimate partner. Once you know how you want to feel, you ask, what can I do to move towards that feeling right now? Do you need to change your perspective? Do you need to change your expectations? Or do you need to change your actions? Guilt, my friends, is a sign that you care It's a signal that you are connected and aware of how you should show up and its impact on those around you. And it's not something to just ignore. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Move on. Life's great. It's something you can use as a tool to help you to connect deeply with yourself, to challenge the expectations you put on yourself, to question your thinking, and sometimes to evaluate your choices. And then you get to either re-choose, reaffirm how you live your life and say, no, do you know what? I've looked at how it's going right now. I am feeling guilt, but everything is actually how it should be for right now. And I'm going to continue to live the way I'm living. It may be to reaffirm that how you live and work is the best way forward right now. But it might also be, you know, re-evaluating your choices to realise that you want to change things. You want to re-decide and you want to change things around. 
you might want to change the action in terms of how you move forward. Either way, you have to decide. Or that feeling, it'll just keep coming up. It will continue to appear in your life, dampening your experience, lowering your energy and affecting how you show up. So this weekend, question, challenge, challenge the expectations you put on yourself, question your thinking and spend some time, pen and paper, to evaluate, re-evaluate your choices and either reaffirm and re-choose to live the way you are living or change it up a bit. Have a beautiful weekend, my friends, and I'll talk to you all next week. Hi there. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you want to take this work further and actually start to apply it in your life, you have to check out Your Life Designed Self-Coaching. This is my self-coaching program where I give you the tools and strategies to actually apply this work in your life. You can access this program today at lauracarocci.com. If you want to take all this learning and listening and start to apply it in your life, this program is for you. So check it out at lauracarocci.com.